already. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Cover 2 podcast. My name is Nick, and I am your host. Um, and today uh, is the first episode we have here, and um, today we're mostly going to be talking, um, honestly, basically just about the divisional round. There's a lot more other things that I could cover, but I want to save those for other episodes. Um, but we had four games this weekend. Um, I'll be going in-depth of what happened. Um, and basically my thoughts of what happened and what we can expect in the next week's championship game. So first game of the weekend, we had the Los Angeles Rams take on the Packers. Um, this was, I thought this game was going to be a lot more close and it was at the beginning. Both teams were pretty close. I mean, it was like three, three, um, cause Los Angeles Rams, you know, have a very, very good defense and the Packers have a really, really good offense. And I really was expecting the, uh, Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams matchup to be a lot like, you know, closer because, you know, in the past, him against Metcalf, him against um, um, DeAndre Hopkins, like, it, it, it was noticeably different how many yards they got, but um, DeMonte Adams still had 66 yards and nine receptions um, and a 21-yard long, so that's still pretty good stats for being guarded by Jalen Ramsey. Um, honestly, way better than, like, you would have expected for him to have done, um, but, you know, it's pretty close, you know, 3-3 three, three at the end of the first and then Green Bay took 16 in the second, um, so it was 19 to 10, which really at halftime isn't a terrible score to be down by. Um, but you know the Rams, you know with Cooper Cup being out and having the the shifts in quarterbacks with Goff having an injury, I mean you can't really expect so much out of him because he came off an injury and there's only so much you know he could have done because he didn't play a ton the week before. Although that was a great performance by them taking out Seattle, but. Um, I thought overall Green Bay has still shown they are the best team in the NFC and, you know, Aaron Rodgers still putting up great numbers. He was 23 for 36, 296 yards, two TDs. I mean, if that doesn't prove him to be an MVP candidate, I don't know what does. Um, but I definitely um, think he's definitely a little edged over um, Patrick Mahomes right now, uh, but we'll get into him later. But um, Aaron Jones also had a pretty good game. Obviously, pretty high regarded running back you know he's a good running back um I don't think he's definitely up there with like Henry and uh McCaffrey obviously he didn't play this year but he still had 14 carries 99 yards which um a long of 60 so I guess that kind of shows but you know Green Bay has been showing up you know they went 13 and 3 um they have home field advantage again um I do really see them wrapping up the division and taking it to the Super Bowl but another video will come with my uh Basically, a, a championship preview of both teams, predictions, all that type of stuff will be coming in that episode. Um, but over on the Rams side, um, Jared Goff didn't have a bad game. 21 for 27, 174 yards, 1 TD. Um, Akers had 90 yards, 18 carries. Akers had a very big impact in the Seattle game, and I really believe he really helped them win because he ran all over them. And, um, and obviously having their best receiver out, uh, cup they couldn't do much yeah Josh Reynolds with 65 yards Woods with 48 um, they still showed up though um, Higby only had five yards so um, obviously the Rams are a great defense and their offense was not the best this year but I mean you're taking on the best team in the NFC and I really thought like the Rams could upset the Packers they have the defense to do it but they just they couldn't find like a way to um, upset them but um you know, the uh, the Packers are still showing that they are the best team. Um, but an overall great game. Um, obviously, the beginning was a lot more entertaining. And then the second half kind of was just Green Bay just slamming them. Um, but 
overall a very great game. Um, definitely, I'd probably rank it the third best game. Uh, and just because, obviously, it's a 1v6 seed, um, and it was the biggest blowout, I believe, with 16 points. The other one had, uh, what, 14, and then the next game. Okay, so yeah, it was the biggest blowout. Um, well, it wasn't a blowout. You know, the Rams still looked pretty good, but it, obviously Green Bay has shown and it, and did show in this game that they are obviously the more superior team. So that's all I got to say about that game. Uh, the next game on Saturday was the 8 o'clock game, the Ravens versus the Bills. So I'm not going to lie. I had super high hopes for this game. I thought it was going to be an absolutely like amazing game. Both teams score and playing good defense. A lot of just great plays. And I really had the feeling that Baltimore was going to pull off the upset. I just, I really thought, you know, with the week before, you know, them being six and five, winning five straight, and then, you know, beating the Titans away, they they started to look like the team last year. Now, obviously not the team that choked, but they, they looked very good. But, you know, at the end of the first half, 3-3, three, three, um, Baltimore, I mean, both teams showed um, really good on defense. It was a very even game, and then the third quarter is really when it took off for for Buffalo. I mean, that 101-yard um, pick six by Taron Johnson was just ridiculous, and I mean, you can't make that mistake, um, but I mean, he wasn't like a super highly regarded player. You know, nobody would talk about him, but you know, that's the second time he's done that. He did do that to Pittsburgh when they played, but he is just a great defensive player, and also a big part of why they lost, Justin Tucker missing uh, two field goals in the first half, which obviously wouldn't have won them the game, but I think that definitely led down momentum. I believe both kickers missed a field goal. He missed two, but, you know, I do believe in the, the commentator curse. You know, that's the second time I've watched the Bravens, and the commentators say he doesn't miss a lot, and then he misses it. So I don't know what to tell you, but I, I just, I every time they say that, it just doesn't make sense why they say that because it feels like they're just jinxing everything. But... I, I really did, you know, but Josh Allen had a great game, 23 for 37, 206 yards and a TD, um, you know, definitely didn't have as good of a game as he normally does, but, you know, they're playing a great team and a great defense, one of the top defenses, um, but he still is showing that he's not an MVP candidate, but he's up there. Um, I still think he's definitely probably the third best quarterback right now. Um, I do think Watson's better than him, but this year he hasn't played better because his team just simply hasn't performed. Um, the running game didn't do much. Devin Singletary only had 25 yards and seven carries. Um, but, you know, Diggs has again shown he is a great receiver with eight receptions, 106 yards, and a TD. I mean, he has the most receiving yards. I don't think he is better than Adams. I think he's probably like third on the list right now, but, you know... If he hadn't left Viking, the Vikings, like, this would have never happened. But, I mean, Josh Allen and Diggs, like, that's just the best combo. They're they're just unstoppable. I mean, every week, no matter who they play, the Steelers, the Ravens, um, he is always putting up great numbers. He's very consistent, and that's what you need. Um, you can have a DeAndre Hopkins who can make big plays, but he's not as consistent. And that is why Stephon Diggs has the most yardage, because he's consistent. Um but over on the Ravens side, Lamar Jackson, 14 for 24, 162 yards. Um, and of course, that 101-yard uh, pick six. Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins both had 42 yards each and 10 carries. And Marquise Brown definitely had a pretty good game. Four receptions, 87 yards. Um, he definitely doesn't get as much like praise as a lot of these other guys do, but he is very consistent. He's pretty good. I don't think he's a top receiver yet, but I believe next year if, if Lamar can play very well, and, you know, he gets really involved. They could do 
um, some really nice stuff and easily wrap up the AFC North. So, um, yeah, overall, um, I believe that was the worst game of the weekend. Most disappointing, most boring. I mean, 3-3 at the half. I mean, what do you expect? Um, but I had super high hopes. I really did think Baltimore could wrap up the win and potentially just, you know, upset them and because you know they were talking about how you know with the underdog and we feed off that and I really thought you know because last year they choked against the Titans who were a great team they just had that second seed mentality and they just were in like a state of being okay and it's another thing that a lot of teams have problems with is when they're not like when they're favored which they weren't even favored but when they're a top seed well they were favored last year um they tend to not play as well um but obviously Lamar has had a hit hit or miss season. He started off not so great, you know, going six and five. Um, but he definitely turned it on. But I hopefully next year he has a consistent year and he can put up some really, really great numbers and make it so um he has a better year. Because obviously this year he did okay, and that's because he did good sometimes and did bad other times. But I'm gonna wrap up that game there. Uh, the most disappointing, and I, I really don't think either team has shown anything. But this next game, um, the Browns versus the Chiefs. The Chiefs did take out the Browns. So many people were expecting the upset by the Browns, obviously, because they beat the Steelers last week. Um, but, you know, it wasn't looking good for them at all. You know, 19-3 to at half, you know. Basically, Cleveland's hopes were down. They didn't think anything of it. Like, there was no possibility. And then Mahomes gets hurt. Um that is just very devastating, um, especially because, you know, the Chiefs have been rusty. They looked great in the first half, um, and the Bills obviously didn't play great either, but if Mahomes is out, I really don't see how the Chiefs are going to beat the Bills. I think the Bills are going to be super hyped up in Kansas City, um, and, you know, not having Mahomes next week is going to make it really, really hard for them to win, but, you know, right now, he has to, like, pass concussion protocol to be able to play. We'll see, um, but I will have to say Chad Henney... Man, did he step up. That last call, you know, it's fourth in, like, inches, I believe. You're in your own, like, um, side of the field, and, like, if there's a turnover there, you know, they could probably score a touchdown, win the game by one. But um, Andy Reid, that call had to have been one of the best I've ever seen. You know, they set up in the shotgun formation, expecting to try to draw them off sides and take a timeout, but Andy Reid was like, no, we're going to snap it, and we're going to throw a little dish to Tyreek Hill to basically um, throw off the defense and see if it works, and did that work. I mean, the fact that Andy Reid put that much that much trust in their backup quarterback. Like, with Mahomes, oh, easily he would have done that. But the fact that he does that with a backup quarterback just shows how much and how good of a coach Andy Reid is. Um, obviously, he's probably not going to get coach of the year because I think Kevin Stefanski will, but... Um, he just, I just really admire the way he plays and the fact that he does that type of call, that gutsy of a call with a def, um, with a backup quarterback. I mean, you don't really expect that to happen, but you know, it did. And, um, I can't say that like, it wasn't about it. It was a great call. I'm really happy that he did it. Um, and it won him the game because I mean, I think they were on probably their 30 turnover there. I mean, they had like probably a minute or a little more than a minute left. They would have had plenty of time. Um, but so, I mean, with what Patrick Mahomes played, he went 28, 21 for 30, 255 yards, one TD. Um, that Chad Henney interception really almost lost them the game, but luckily they stopped the Browns. Um, the Browns did punt it away cause it was very long. 
Uh, if they wouldn't have gotten, like, a, I think it was a 4th and 16, if I remember correctly. But, I mean, they had that awesome pick, and then their offense just couldn't do anything with it. So, that's part of the reason why they didn't perform. But, um, um, Le'Veon Bell was definitely a bust. Only 6 rushing yards. I mean, Daryl Williams has definitely proven to be the running back, too. I don't see Le'Veon Bell staying, because um, they have Edwards Hilaire, and they'll have Williams. He played Super Bowl last year in the playoffs, you know. Every game, Kansas City was down, but, I mean, definitely played really well. Hill, 8 receptions, 110 yards. Travis Kelsey, 8 receptions, 109. I mean, that's definitely the best, like, trio in the league. I mean, like, Kelsey, a tight end, not only did he have more yards than the second and third um, place tight ends, which I believe is Hunter Henry and Darren Waller for tight end receiving yards, he has more than both of them combined, and... He has like literally so many rushing or so many receiving yards. He's literally beating like most of the um, wide receivers, which is insane. I mean, definitely the best in the league. Um, no debate. He's definitely better than Kittle. And of course, Kittle didn't play this whole year. It was a lot of debate, but he is just he's he's amazing. Um, the fact that they have, you know, it's definitely reminding us of of the Patriots. You know, back when they started becoming good, they had Brady, they had Gronk, and they had Edelman. I mean, they had they just they look like the um. Like the Patriots used to do, they're going to be a team that every year is going to make a good playoff run, be in the Super Bowl most years, and win most of those Super Bowls. So um, definitely with, you know, Mahomes out, I don't know how they're going to do next week. Um, but with Mahomes, you know, if they play like they played that first half, they should be able to beat the Bills. Now, they didn't play amazing, um, especially when he was out, but they still pulled up the win, and that's all that matters. They need to get through and get ready for the next matchup against the Bills. Over on the Brown side, um, I think Mayfield definitely still had a great game. 23 for 37, 204 yards, 1 TD, 1 int. Um, there was talk about like them thinking in a couple years when the contract's up if they really need to pay him that much. And uh, people were calling him he had a half season. Started out not really good, and then they kicked on the Jets and started doing really, really well. I mean, that Titans win definitely helped them. Um, that was a great win by them. Nobody expected that. Um, but I still think the Browns have a lot of improving to do. They have a great coach. Um, they have some great players. They just they don't perform. Um, Nick Chubb obviously was shown as the um, running back one with 13 carries, 69 yards. I really think he is their running back. You know, Kareem Hunt obviously is still very good, and he had that touchdown against his prior team. But I, I don't see Kareem Hunt having a lot of a future, and if he wants to be a running back one, I think he's going to have to leave. But... I mean, they have a great running game. I mean, Nick Chubb's one of the best in the league, probably like fourth or fifth on the list. Um, didn't have an amazing game, but still put up some nice numbers. Um, Rashard Higgins, I mean, that dude, you know, you don't expect much out of him. You would have thought Jarvis Landry, and of course, usually Odell, but he's not playing because he's hurt. But he put up five receptions, 88 yards. That's very, very good. Um, against the Chiefs, against Tyron Matthew, like... That's very, very good about, like, the Chiefs defense is not one of the best, but it's still great, and they're a great team, but for the Browns being, coming in as the sixth seed, doing this well, like, that is really good for them. I'm super happy that they're finally made the playoffs and even won the wild card round, um, but we'll have to see next year how they do. Um, I, I do think if they don't start off good, they're not going to do well, um, but we got to see, wait till next year and um, see what happens, but yeah, that's that game. Um, I think that was definitely the best game of the weekend, um, only for the fact that Mahomes got hurt and the game got close. If he didn't get hurt, um, I would have guessed, I don't think they would have scored. I think it would have been 
35-10 probably. I, I don't think they would have gotten that uh, second touchdown in the fourth. Um, Mahomes would have done his, you know, best stuff where he just, you know, runs the clock down, keeps making great plays. But, you know, with regards, without talking about the injury, it was still a great game. And on to the final game, the Buccaneers versus the Saints, Breeze versus Brady. First time they've ever really meeting before the, well, they haven't ever meeting in the Super Bowl, but, you know, no, they're not in the same division, so they don't normally play a lot in the play uh, the postseason. Um, but this was a great game. I really had, I thought New Orleans was definitely going to take this one home because they have home field. But, you know, their their playoff um, runs have never been super, super good lately because, you know, the Minneapolis Miracle, the no call, and then last year they lost to the um, Vikings in overtime. But still an overall great game by both quarterbacks. I mean, they're 42 and 43, both super old, um, the two oldest in the league. Um, and, you know, like, they still are putting up great numbers. But three interceptions by Breeze is why they lost that game. Um, that last one especially killed them. I mean, they were driving down, they were down by three, they were down by three, I believe, or maybe they were down by seven and he threw that pick and it just, you know, it it sucks, especially if that was his last game. He did say though, that he's going to decide his future probably because he was upset with how he performed and he doesn't want to end his career off like that. Um, I don't know what it'll do. I can see him going both ways, but, um, you know, Breeze went 19 for 34, 134. But let's talk about Jameis Winston. That play with him was so awesome. Um, they took that play from Chicago. They ran that play the um, the week before. Um, and, you know, great play um, to Traquan Smith, I believe, was who it was to. Um, I really like that, you know. Bree- um, the Saints definitely don't do a lot of those type of plays, but I, I really like it. Those are the type of plays that give you an edge over the other team. And of course, they still didn't win. Um, Kamara, obviously, before playing, like playing against the Bucks prior to this meeting when they both won, when they absolutely crushed them, he never was that big of an impact because they have a good run defense. They have a good overall defense. Um, but he did have 18 carries, 85 yards, which is definitely very, very good. Um, for me, he's like hit or miss. I mean, of course, he just destroyed the Vikings on Christmas Day, but, you know, he, he can't be regarded as a top running back just because he's not super consistent, but he is a very good um, receiving running back. One of the best. I really like him for receiving. Um, but, you know, they have a great quarterback and some great wide receivers. Um, Traquan Smith, three receptions, 85 yards. Sanders was six for 48 yards. And, of course, Michael Thomas didn't even have a reception. So, proving that, you know, he, he isn't a top receiver anymore. Overhyped, obviously. I still think he's a great receiver. I just think with his injury and, you know, with Breeze going out, I mean, Smith, or Kamara, um, Thomas, and Breeze, I think only played three uh, regular season games together so that they were out of sync and I think just Thomas hasn't been in it this year but I think next year he will turn out good without Breeze though I don't know how well they're going to do I don't see them doing very very well definitely not winning that division the Bucks will definitely win that division next year um, as we believe Brady will be retiring or if Brady doesn't retire um, but I know Rob Gronkowski already said he isn't retiring or isn't planning to so we'll see what Brady does um but over on the Bucks, um, side, 18 for 33, 199 yards for Tom Brady. Obviously, showing playoff Brady. Obviously, one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the playoffs. Um, I mean, you know, he, you know, definitely played better than he normally did against the Saints. I mean, the last time they met, when they lost 38 to three, he just didn't have a great game. But he was zoned in. He didn't throw a pick. He didn't make any bad throws. Um, their offense just kind of ran. Um, but Leonard Fournette getting the start over Ronald Jones, 
Um, a lot of people didn't know if Leonard Fournette was going to be gone, but you know, depending on how he does next week, if Ronald Jones plays better, um, we'll see. But he had 17 carries, 63 yards, and Jones had 13 for 62. Um, probably we'll start Jones next week, and we'll just have to see um, if they keep Fournette. But you know, they have two really good running backs. Um, Fournette obviously leaving the Jaguars, but um, I thought the running game did pretty well, um, especially for both of them having. 120 yards but a lot of these teams like the Ravens having two running backs gives them a lot of um productivity and having two great names just really helped them out um overall the wide receivers over on Tampa Bay didn't have super great numbers Cameron Brait had four receptions for 50 uh Fournette had 44 yards for five that's really really good Godwin only had 34 yards four receptions Gronkowski only had 14 yards for one reception and Brown one for 10 and Mike Evans one for three um, you obviously see, you know, three other players, like only one wide receiver, Chris Godwin had great or decent numbers, but 34 yards for him is not good. Um, they had a lot more success in the run game. Um, but overall offensively, the New Orleans Saints played way better, but I mean, what they talked about, the game was going to come down to turnovers and that's what happened. Three turnovers, three picks by Drew Brees. That's why they lost. I mean, you know, two of those picks, uh, I believe the first one he threw, they didn't score. Maybe they just scored a field goal, but the other two were touchdowns. And you take those two away, and they win 20-16. to 16. So, obviously, he's unhappy, and I, I do think they definitely outplayed them. Both sides played great defense, but overall, Tampa Bay did not play as good on offense, but they played when they needed to when they got the turnovers, and that is why they won. But that's going to basically wrap up this um, first podcast. The next one, we're going to be talking about possible destinations for all the free agent QBs especially talking about um, Deshaun Watson, who really isn't a free agent, but what could happen with him. Um, but yeah, this one wasn't super long, 22-ish minutes. Um, but I'll leave you guys off of that. We'll try to, probably try to film the next one here in a few days. But um, yeah, that's going to end it off, and I will see you guys in the next podcast.